Welcome to the LeBlanc cast, the podcast where I'm always wrong. Yeah. Good start, good start. I like this. I like or, this. Or, or I'm proved I'm always wrong. <laughs> I am your I, I'm your host, uh, James, also always joined by my helpful and informative co-hosts, Luke Belsner and Zach Feldenberg. Hello, friends. Hello. Guys, hockey's back. Yeah, we are a little bit behind the eight ball on recording an episode, but um, hockey is back, and God bless for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both you our know, teams are good too. Yeah, but looking looking real sharp. Uh, you know, hockey's back when Sens fans are chirping Habs fans in the concourse at the CTC. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, we we were in a set. Uh, we were in uh, against Arizona. And this dude comes in. This dude has like the like the leather jacket, like the red, like twenty four Stanley Cup champions all on the back, red jacket, all pumped up, have been. They're not even playing, and you, all you hear is the collective group from the up, up, up. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> fuck you! Just, just slightly aggressive. I love yeah. it. It's a good time. It's a good, it's a good time to be a hockey fan. And I think both of our teams coming out going like we by this time, by this time in the season, I'm like, yo, well, season's over, pack it in, boys. Just let's hope for a good draft position. But no, it's different this year. It's nice. Yeah, a lot of years at this point we're kind of like, you know, I like that Slavkovsky guy, you know. <laughs> like that's that's what we're thinking of normally at this time last year. But um no, I'm pretty sure the Sens are four and two. Wings are three zero oh, and two. Uh, we don't have to look at the score of the Wings game tonight. We'll just go with three zero oh, and two. They're not playing tonight. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just not a game. We're just There's not gonna no count game it. on. Right not gonna now. really talk about it. I don't know what you're it. talking about. Um, no, it's a it's a good season, and I mean, not even like just in the fact of like, oh, you know, they're they're starting okay. Both teams just look good. Like it's just. It's good hockey, and that's – I would say new. I think it's consistent is his biggest thing right now. Um, our teams have both been pretty consistent. I mean, James's, James's team has beat the, I'm pretty sure, tops of both the East and West now within mm-hmm. Dallas and Boston the last few games. Yep. Um, Detroit's had an easier schedule, but 3-0-2 is – it's a fantastic start. So, I don't think either of us are complaining. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. The thing about the Sens, too, usually, is that they usually tend to start, like, really slow. Like, all their starts yes. are usually, like, awful. And the yeah. fact that they've started pretty well this year. It, is- it's funny, because we usually win, like, the first game of the year. Like, I don't, we usually win the opener, and then we win, like, the, the home opener. And then we just, like, fall to shit. And then it's – but it's weird. Cause we, I remember Owen, too, like, bro, this team's fuck. It's – oh, it's done. It's done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm leaving. And then <laughs> – and then you go to this home, the homestand, and then like you could see, like Ottawa's averaging like I think it's five goals at home. I, I last I saw. Him. Well, I decided I was like, hey, I should really like actually bear down and watch some sense games, so I'm like actually you know prepared for when I come on the podcast, and I'm not just you know kind of in the sand. But I decided the game that I would watch was the Boston versus Ottawa game. And that was just fucking chaos. I don't I don't actually think I learned anything that game of like, oh, that guy really stood out because it was just boom, 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 boom. I was like, what the fuck is this? Seven Defense. to five. I was like, really, man? Defenseless hockey. <laughs> like, um, I, I think I realized how good Shane Pinto is, but I think I was just like, what the fuck, man? I got to I got to find a calmer game. I was like trying to find Sanderson. I'm like, all right, 85, 85. What the fuck is that? The fuck? Chuck just scored again. Like what? 
I, I, we just got to our seats and I had a full beer and I, I, I still like, yeah, like half my <laughs> beer spilt out onto the people in front of like, oh my, and they didn't, oh insane. man, it didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe they just didn't notice it. We'll just, yeah, they just didn't like notice it. that totally <laughs> on their head. They were like, is my hair usually this wet? Hmm. New moisture, I think. I must be sweating. <laughs> Babe, you smell like twisted tea. What, what's going on there? What's <laughs> No, like um but no i i, I watched a couple i watched a few of the wings games i did see the la wing i did see the la one they looked they, they won the game i'll, I'll say that but they, they do no, look a lost. lot better they, they they do look a lot better than they have last year i will admit that yeah yeah i mean it's a lot of it right now is that we just have more scoring i mean just straight up i mean mm-hmm. Yeah, Kubalik leads us in points now with tonight. Uh, he has nine points in six games. Um, Peron has four goals and an assist. Mata, for whatever reason, has five points, which doesn't really make sense. But, you know, hey, cool with me. Cop um, has been so far the lowest scoring of our free agent guys, but that's because he missed the whole preseason. He's going to take, a, you know, he didn't do anything in training camp, anything preseason. I'm not that shocked that he's been a slow starter, but He'll be fine. He's still been great on our PK, which has started off um, damn near perfect now. Um, Sherratt's been good, too. Huso's probably going to be the starter for us this year. I mean, with tonight's game, too, um, I would be shocked if Huso's not in that uh, Thursday. He's looked very good. He obviously had a shutout game one and then uh, let in one goal against the Ducks for a shot and then just, I think, saved, what, 30-some shots after that, 32? Yeah. I think he was 32 for 33. Um They've just looked good overall. I mean, depth scoring has always been an issue for us. I mean, like past Raymond, Larkin, Bertuzzi has been bad. And of course, we're already without Bertuzzi and Verana, but we're still doing okay. Since we're, we're just talking about our team, I just want to get into it. Uh, what, yeah, like, cool. like, like, like I would say, what, what have we liked so far about the wings? Like, we <clears throat> almost covered it though, but. I, I think um, Luke said it, it was um, the depth scoring. I think that's yeah. really what's been what's mo- been most enjoyable about the, the wings is that any line can score in the past you were like okay larkin's on we have a chance of scoring oh um franz nielsen's on yeah no goals are coming on this line oh valtteri filpula's on no goals are coming in on this line now you're looking at it and you're like man we have a ton of re- really good lines like that big line is <laughs> it's nice the redwoods <laughs> um that line is a little can fly that um, Kubalik line at any line Kubalik's on. He's a blast to watch. Um, we also have players that are out right now. And um, the fact that we're scoring at a decent rate with two of our best forwards out is super impressive. Like, I, you wouldn't expect that from the Red Wings in years past. And this year, you you almost come to expect it, right, with um, the amount of depth that we brought in. And Peron has been aggressive fresh air he just never really makes a mistake he's always in the right spot making the right pass and he had a beautiful shot of course yeah i mean it's just been it's been overall a difference i think you know depth scoring has been huge um really our schemes have been completely different obviously that happens when you have a different head coach um uh, really my probably favorite thing is probably just the overall scheme that we've been running especially in the pk uh, last year, our PK was like so like scared, like, you know, like you'd play a box, but it was like you never pressured a point. You never overextended. You never like did this, that and the other thing. Right. 
But this year it's like, hey, the guy has at the point, like force him one way or the other. And then your other players feed off of that and you just can clear the puck because they just, they're too scared. Like they can't move enough, right? Um, offensive zone pressure has been good. Uh, they kind of just maintain across the boards until you make a mistake. And it's, it's very viable to make a mistake. I mean, when you're just, you got like, basically they'll play at the half boards and just guys just boom, 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 crossing. So somebody's going to get tripped up and open up the middle and we've gotten goals off of it. I know Keeper Leak's gotten a few off of it. Larkin got one off of it the other night. Um, and they've just looked good overall. I mean, I, I, all facets. I mean, the decor is obviously brand new and it's been fine. Depth scoring, goaltending, they're both battling with each other. So, I mean, good start 3-0-1-2 with your goaltending being sometimes a pretty big factor within that. The Red Wings are tied for the best penalty kill in the league right now. I know that. They've not allowed a power play goal. <laughs> no, Unfortunately, against – yeah, fortunately against Jersey. I mean, we haven't. Yes, first goal. There's no game goal. Yeah, no game tonight. No game tonight. My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, I mean, other than tonight, we've been we've been perfect, and it's pretty expected to let up. I guess the NHL app just lied to me. NHL NHL app is lying to me. Then I don't believe they've updated from the current game. You know, um, from an outsider perspective, I've really liked Elmer Soderblom. I think he's looked really good from the games that I've seen him play, and from the highlights that I've seen as well. Um, though, like I said, like it, it looks like a different team. Like, like you said, not playing Scarlet on the penalty kill is a real, a real plus. And the scheme, like you also said, very different. And it's, it's good, it's good to see him playing. I would say it lo- looks more like it's a more spread out scheme than um, Blashell used to run for sure. Yeah, Blashell kind of had a defensive minded scheme, but it just like never even translated to defense, which is so weird to say because, like, you know, the penalty kill was kind of like don't allow for space, you know, kind of limit them to the outside, but we had the worst penalty kill, right? Our offensive attack was dump and, you know, prioritize defense first. We were, I think, one of the worst teams in goal differential. We scored, like, what, Arizona scored 10 against us last year, right? I mean, LA's scored the most against us, which is five, and that game went to a 5-4 overtime, so it's not like we played particularly bad that game, and we had two goals against us go off of our own guys. So, puck luck was a big factor within five goals against otherwise i mean i think the highest we've allowed is four which is against chicago um no i mean it, it, with good offense with good pressure becomes good defense so it's it's all worked out for us really <laughs> you you mentioned um the the defense being a big big difference with the um how we used to play defensive hockey but it wasn't um we didn't have a good defensive record. I don't think we were playing defensive. We were just playing passive. It yeah, felt like Blashill would send the guys out. They're like, "Hey guys, just like, just like, don't make a mistake. Try not to make a mistake." And yeah, exactly. And maybe we have a chance to win. But now it's like, you guys can make a mistake. But if you make a mistake, you work your ass off to get that puck back, and we that's keep true. the pressure in the zone. That's that's like, it feels like the players actually have confidence from their coach now. Blashill seemed to be like, like pretty afraid of the personnel he had, which I mean was fair considering the players he, he, had, he had through his career. We didn't have like, depth, no no doubt. But yeah, but either way, you gotta you gotta make something work. And you gotta give the players coach. confidence. If they don't think mm-hmm. the coach believes in them, like what do you really expect from them? Do you expect them to go out there and work their ass off every shift? No, they're playing scared. And that's what was happening. And now Lalone, totally different team. Like, I agree. 
Yeah. Like a new, new coach brings new life to any team. Well, it could be good or it could be bad. And it looks like it's working in a positive way because it looks like Blashell overstayed his welcome. And I think you've made mentioned that so many times last year. Um, yeah. It's a breath of fresh air. It's really nice to see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would definitely say Blashell overstayed his welcome. And, 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 and to the argument of like, he didn't have good players is, is right. He didn't have good players, but like kind of Zach mentions is like, they never, nobody was ever given a chance to succeed really, unless you were playing with Dylan Larkin, you know, every other line was, you know, prioritized dump and chase, you know, there was no other scheme Larkin, you know, sometimes Zidina would carry in the zone. That was great. And sometimes stuff happened off that, but Larkin was really the only one that otherwise would carry it in the zone. So our schemes were just so built for wait for them to fuck up. And if you guys fuck up, then fuck you, you know, that, that was basically the scheme and it, it didn't work, obviously. And here we are with a new scheme. And oh, wow, 3 0 and 2. Weird, right? <laughs> so, um, that's enough about the wings. We'll talk about the Sens, who are also off to an obvious hot start. We've already said that. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was worried about the Sens when you kind of start 0 and 2 with, you know, all the shiny new ads in the offseason. You're like, but uh, four straight and two coming against the biggest uh, competition in the league right now, James. Uh, how do you like your sense this year? Success is weird. Like I don't, I don't. Like, it, it feels like weird. Like I feel like it's not real still. But um, I like like the first two games. I think like you know they're, we're still a young team and like there's still pieces that are adjusting. So like you get the jitters or the shakes. But then once you come home and that home crowd, oh my god, that home crowd was mm-hmm. unreal. But um. They looked really good at home. The biggest, the biggest thing was defense. And I think the defense has played like exceeded my expectations, like by far, like there's been, it's funny when you take sites out of the lineup, how defense suddenly starts to become better, you know, but, um, we're going to take that bad player out and, uh, Oh, you're not bad. Yeah. Like, um, the, I think our third line might be the best third line in the league, but they've looked spectacular. The Joseph Pinto Mott line looks great. Like Tyler Mott's point per game. I don't think I would ever say that ever. It's I was weird. honestly confused in the offseason. You were hyping up Mott a lot. And I was like, it's just Tyler fucking Mott, but he's been good. I mean, like you said, I mean, what <laughs> yeah. is what Pinto has, I think, five goals, right? Yeah, Pinto has five straight, five straight goals. When you talked about Mott, it was like, Bob's just a guy, man. <laughs> yeah, you were, like, so hype over him in the preseason. I was like, it's, it's just Tyler Mott. Like, you, I think you know what to expect there. But I, I guess I'll eat shit, honestly. I think yeah, I that. I'll take the L there. Yeah. Yeah, Mott's been good. Um, Joseph has literally, like, he's had so so many highlight saves on him. Like, he's just, he can't bury one. But, um, and the biggest complaint was, oh, DeBrickett hasn't scored yet. DeBrickett's off to a slow start. DeBrickett has, five, I think, six points in six games. I think the issue just with DeBrickett is that uh, isn't his one goal, right? If he has one goal still, an empty netter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is that is what you're... It's great that he's getting assists, but that's also just because there's been a lot of goals going on for uh, Ottawa overall. But either way, I think you do need more goal scoring from to bring Kit. But it's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. You get the new environment, like the the whole transition, the new offense. And the thing is, I think DJ Smith. This is the one thing that Sense fans disagree on. Is like it's 50-50 on DJ Smith. Some people love DJ Smith. Some people. Don't like DJ Smith. I I I'm more of a swing voter. Like I go back and forth, mm-hmm. but um, because we still use the dump and chase this dump and chase, which it works some games. It doesn't work other games. But 
I think they he's not using the bracket correctly, but still, mm-hmm. I they still like, you're gonna put up if you put up five goals a game, you're probably gonna win the game. Like you're nine probably doing something right. Mm-hmm. Forsberg's looked fantastic. Magnus Helberg last night was spectacular. Um, yeah, fun not- stat for you. Did you hear the Helberg stat? <clears throat> Helberg has three career games played, started rather three career wins, and all three with different teams, which makes no fucking sense. Definitely no fucking sense. One ran one win with the Rangers, one win with the Wings, one win with the Sens. What? But nobody actually ever has trusted him to play, which is weird to me. He 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 had I think thirty three or thirty six. He, he had around that range of saves last night. He he didn't look bad. Like he looked really mm. good. And like for Forsberg's hurt, but he'll be back on Thursday against Minnesota. But overall, I can't complain much. Like there's nothing mm. to complain about. It's a good thing. And like um. Yeah, did he, I think that Sander, Jake Sanderson, I think he's like he is averaging the most ice time for any sense defenseman right now. I didn't notice him that much, but I think that's kind of his, his game, right? I mean, yeah. he's just he's consistent, and I think that's he's consistent, and he's like <clears throat> the few times I did notice him, it was just kind of like seamless transitions out of his own zone, which is exactly how he's advertised and exactly what he's supposed to do and exactly what he's done. Yeah. You know, he's, he's your transition. He's your lockdown. And I think so far he's done that. I believe he plays power play too, right? He does. He's power play. He's power, he's power play too. Yeah. He's uh, a yeah. second defense. First place on the second power play. But um, yeah, it's weird. Our power play, we have Tyler Mott on our power play. And that really does. I'm like, why is he there? He just might. I, yeah. He just might be that guy. He might be him. Like, I have seen t- I have a half package of two buddies. We're like, why is Tyler Mott there? Like, what is this? DJ, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, um, not, not much to complain about. I think the quality the quality wins against Boston and Boston, it was a shit show. I will agree though. But um the win against Dallas. Yeah, it's a four-two win in in a game where you're down both your starting goaltenders otherwise. So uh the win that game is a pretty decent statement. The comeback win at we were down two nothing to Washington, then yeah. we won five two. I think these are these are like their wins against like good, good potentially playoff teams that you can say, hey, that's a step in the right direction. Rather than I, like Arizona, like if we lost Arizona, I would have been like on here like this every year. This happens, but I mean, it's not good wins to potential playoff teams. It's it's wins against the best teams in the NHL right now, mm-hmm. the two best teams in the NHL, yeah. other than Vegas now with their win last night, but. Um, you guys kind of haven't played Vegas, so that doesn't really work. Um, no, I mean, you, you beat the head of the Atlantic right now, who, um, all things considered, I don't think any of us expected Boston to even be this fucking good. But you handed their, them their only L, which is great. And um, the stars you handed there, that their was first regulation L regulation. Too, so their first regulation L, so you ended that too. Um, I, I don't – yeah, I mean, I, I think everything about the sense points to, hey, they might be good. Yeah, they, they might just be the real deal. This is before Cam Talbot even came, comes back to pro- yeah. as a projected starter heading into the year. Exactly. Like, Everyone says that, but I say Forsberg is still always going to be the starter. <laughs> I was, I was just, that might just be me, though, but like... Yeah, I mean, I think it'll depend. I mean, you go into the, stores, the Red Wings and you think, you know, no matter what, Billy Hoos is probably going to end up being the starter, mm, but it, yeah. it's, it's all, you know, you'll see. You'll see. But yeah. Uh, any, anything to complain about with our teams? Um, 
kind of the only complaint I have with Red Wings is just leaning back to uh, some of these games is like consistency. Uh, you know, like the first period against the Habs game one, we had 25 shots, which is obviously not sustainable. But then like we really dropped and that, you know, we still won that game three to zero. I'm not going to complain. Mm-hmm. Game two was what Jersey we beat them. No complaints there. Um, then was L.A., so we weren't really good against L.A. Like, we were sloppy. We had a lot of goals go off us. Not that cool. Chicago, first period was okay, and then everything else, we fucking stunk. Second, oh, third that, period, we stunk. That Chicago game. like That was bad. The game that we've mentioned is not going on right now against New Jersey. That <laughs> Chicago game, I think, hurt way more than this game. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, but, like, that game just <clears> – <throat> It just stunk. Yeah, it was like you you had a hold over Chicago. I think we had a three one lead. One lead, yeah. Yeah. And then we just we blew it and I was like, man, yeah. Yeah. And then Ducks uh the other night, we dominated. Yeah. All things considered. We outshot them by I think about ten. Um, we won five to one. Uh, we, they really didn't have much sustained pressure. Zegers had the only goal off of really a shit play. Um we led the play basically every period. Um, and then, you know, we go in tonight and now it's four, two right now. And um, it's just consistency is, is I think the last stride of thing. And that'll also come with, you know, us being healthy and kind of really honing on the starter goaltender. Um, while I don't think this is necessarily in the Delkitovic's fault tonight, because there's 34 shots on a goal and one of them is a power play. And then a shorthanded that came off a two on one. I don't blame two on ones and power play goals on goaltenders ever. Unless it's like, holy fuck, what was that? Um, but that's our that's my only complaint. But they're they're on the cusp of something great, I think. It feels like because we said Detroit's probably gonna start off slow because of the amount of changes we've made in the team, like so many new players. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think I mentioned that a couple times. In, I think and six new players, seven new players. If this is us starting off slow. Wait till they yeah. get rolling, right? Like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get real consistency and once you get – you're not even – you don't even – Your have player's back, Verana. too. Yeah. Bertuzzi out. <clears throat> Who? Huge loss. Verona out. Huge loss. Yeah. Why did you look confused there? Like you look, you look flabbergasted. Because I still have the Red Wings game on, and for whatever reason, Dougie Hamilton had a breakaway. <laughs> he didn't even get a shot away on it, which is even worse. But um, yeah, James, what do you think? Anything you think uh, you would complain about? Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Time about on the power play. <laughs> Other than the time on the power play, we were, last night I was like, because Norris got injured in the Arizona game, he reevered his shoulder. I hope yeah. it's not. Hope it's not long term. That's all I got. All I got to say about that. And I saw a line like Derek Broussard, second line. What is this? Two thousand seventeen. Like I was, I was so mad, and then he scored. But I don't really <laughs> have much. I can have to. I can have to complain about. Like I think goaltending. Yeah. Golden looks sharp. Like Forsberg's been great. Um, regardless of what the advanced stats say in net, he's I think he, before the Boston games, he only let up like he let up one against well, uh, he let up two against Buffalo, three against Toronto, two against um Washington, and two against Arizona, which one of them went off one of our guys. So I think he's played good, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think just Prop maybe maybe the maybe the power play could be better on like again. I still think we have trouble generating 
chance, like clean open chances into the zone, which because like because like when they go tape to tape, they're not smooth passes. They're always they're always bouncing off sticks, going behind sticks. Like they just got to clean that up. And then once they clean that up, once Ricky gets going, I think this team could really do some damage. Yeah, the one thing about the Sens that I've seen, and I, I made a joke about it the other night, is goddamn, do they always get hurt, man? How was fucking Norris is already hurt? You guys have another forward hurt, right? Or you, is it just your goaltenders? Norris goaltenders, yeah, that's it. Okay, but, uh, and we're either one... way three guys within that fest. It's not like Detroit's that far off, anyways. But we're one defensive injury away from a Nikita Zaitsev. In the lineup, and that does not make me a happy camper. I'll tell you, Nikita Zaitsev masterclass. It is coming soon. Oh man, but yeah, um, let's. I think we should move on to on to some other teams, some teams that we're shocked by. And I'm gonna say this is right now. Mm-hmm. But Canucks fucking suck. What 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 is that? I said they're gonna be mid. This is worse. <laughs> this is we so were way too worse. nice to them. We were I, we were. Late. I don't remember exactly where I had them in my power rankings, but I don't think I would have ever expected them to be like this. I remember I had them at five. I I had them at five in like the standings we did. Zach had them at seven. I know that. And everyone roasted Zach when I posted them. Like, 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 oh, oh, he's wrong. And now they're all quiet. They're, they don't don't want to speak. (laughs) I had them at five. Wow. I had them at five. I'm a visionary. No, like yeah, the Canucks fans better. talk so much. They talk so much big game heading into this season, and like, I, I, I saw I, I saw it where they yeah they'll be okay they'll be competitive, but yeah. like Thatcher Demko has looked bad and J T Miller has, aside from last night has looked not not himself. And yeah. and and the thing about the Canucks too is like it's not just like they're losing right. You can lose and you can go you know it's a really bad run. These certain guys are looking good. There's some bright spots. Maybe we'll get it going eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out, but you're 0-5-2. And, and, you know, and you're watching the games, too, and you're just like, this team just ain't it. it just, just, it's just not it. And yeah. the thing about the Canucks is, um, I remember my buddy uh, Mike mentioned this, Michael Bartner, and he said the Canucks, you look at their like short-term future and their long-term future, the Canucks core is locked up. Like they're all locked up, like long term. Other You're... than Horvat, but yeah, you have yeah. Pedersen, uh, Peter... Besser, Miller, Miller, Garland, Hughes, Demko has four years left. OEL. Yeah, if like, and the thing is, and the thing about this is, I remember that Vancouver men, like Vancouver, like ownership will not let them rebuild. They will not let them rebuild. Which and like, you're you're stuck with this. And you need, I, I, th- I think the Canucks will eventually figure it out and get back to some sort of competitiveness, but I don't, they, they're in a funk. And I, if they like make a panic move, then you might as well just call the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, what, what you're supposed to do here. Right. Because like you can't start off 07 and two when you know, you have the core you do like JT Miller just had an unreal year. You have two pretty solid defensemen. You have a lot of good forwards, but Oh, se- oh, 05 and 2 is just, it's not acceptable. 0 oh, and 7. I, 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 they're... It's just not. You got to get one win, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. You got to you gotta squeeze one out there, right? And but... and, the, and the thing is, they're, they're all choke jobs. All their, all their losses yeah. have been wasn't choke it, jobs. Wasn't the first four, they had two goal leads at some point in each game? 
I think against Columbus, like, one of them they had like a three. No, Minnesota they had a three goal lead and they yeah. blew it. I think all of them they've had at least a two goal lead. And I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. And I know Jim Rutherford on Hockey Night in Canada after the late game, they have something called after hours where they get like, you know, a player or a gen or a a manager or coach come on with the media after the game. And Jim Rutherford, after that loss to Buffalo, came on. And I I commend him for that because I don't know what to do. Like, fuck that. I ain't doing that shit to answer (laughs) fans questions. And I think he did a good job. He mentioned that he even said we were scared to win. We were scared to win. We we do a panic move right now. There's no. There's no point. Yeah, I and mean, that's that's right, for sure. I don't want to throw it all on Thatcher Demko, but I'm going to throw it all on Thatcher Demko. Like, you need to be better. Yeah, I mean, Thatcher Demko, at every point in his career so far, has had the ability to steal a game, right? Hmm. He's been capable of stealing games, but he just hasn't. Um, I, I And I'm not going to throw it all on Thatcher Demko like James is, but I think you need a lot more. I think you need a lot more from everybody. I think there's a ton of guys that you need to step up. I haven't heard Elias Pettersson's name since his rookie year, personally. Um, I think he needs to do a lot more. He did have a good year last year. I can't he did. Yeah. He did. But I haven't, like, I don't know. I, I think there's just – obviously something's wrong if you're 0-5-2. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know their exact statistics. I don't know if Bo Horvat is Bo Horvat decent. Yeah, he's been okay. I know JT Miller had a few goals last night. Brock Besser with four assists and no goals in six games isn't great. They just spent a ton of money on Ilya Mikheyev. One assist. Ilya Mikheyev has been invisible. I, I watched the Canucks game last night after I came back. And, like, he looks invisible. Almost like he was a Sheldon Keefe system player. It's, it's, it's almost like you don't sign a player that Kyle Dubas is known for being willing to pay the good players. Didn't pay. That's true. That is, that is true. Yeah. It's almost like you probably shouldn't do that. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I didn't. I, I was flabbergasted about like right when McKay hit the market. He was like, I'm looking for like 4.5 plus. I was like, huh? It was like, I'm looking for a Ferrari. Pal. No, I remember yeah. what I remember when he said that. And I had all my traumas always going on. Well, like, don't like you check out your fucking mouth. I don't want <laughs> to that shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Vancouver will eventually find a way out of this. I don't, I don't think they're going to be in Bedard area. I think they're going to be like, I think they're still like maybe like a, a top eight, top 12 pick. I think they're in that range, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, again, your, your start is everything. It's going to be really fucking hard to recover from this. So I'm curious to see what happens. That's for sure. I'm, I'm going to give you a fun fact. Connor Bedard is actually from North Vancouver. Mm. So narrative <laughs> the narrative would be bring the the only narrative is that he's a future red wings legend if only that's not the only issue no we don't want to be saying that anymore because we actually want to be decent <laughs> yeah but like imagine so how come when we were bad all the top picks were like not generational i i, I my only complaint about the rebuild none of the, none of the drafts were generational but we'll get into that in another episode that's true. I mean, who have we had? We have Hughes, Darlene, Heischer, Power. Laf- Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Lafreniere would have been generational if he went to almost any other team that was in the lottery. But they had to give it to a fucking playing team. Man. 
dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I think I got a noise complaint from my neighbors after that. Day. Like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> I was so mad, bro. I left a, uh, a a graduation party to watch that, and I was. You watched it with us. It was. It was yeah, so- we popped on a big ass Zoom call for it. Me and the Wings chat, and we were just everybody just fuck this. We all wanted to cry. I yeah. watched with my brother, who's a Kings fan, and we're and we had Ottawa fifth. I'm like, what the fuck? And then we're like, please not Ottawa, please not Ottawa. Like, I, I said, I want to be Detroit, and then I would I wouldn't mind four or five, but like, I'm like, if it's Detroit, I feel bad, but I kind of. There were so many teams that was completely okay with it getting, truthfully. Like, I was okay with us getting it. Obviously, you guys getting it. I think um, LA was right there. Obviously, I think so I would have invited getting, getting it. it. But no, it goes to a play-in team. At least not the Pats. That was the only saving grace. Oh no, yeah. the Leafs. The if the Leafs got it, I would have lost my shit. I think the Leafs, Pens, and Edmonton were all viable to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna have a little topics. We're just move on. I'm gonna move on to another team that were shocked by their start, and we're gonna go with Philadelphia. <laughs> not me. Yeah, in the category that you thought they were probably gonna be crying about their team, instead they're um. They're decent, man. Um, I, and I have to say, I'm the only one who didn't put them bottom in the division. Um, which you also got roasted for. Which you also yeah, got- I know. It's it's it seems like my takes have lived up pretty well here. Who did you put at the? Am I missing? I gotta pull this up. I put the aisles <laughs> at the bottom. Oh. Oh yeah, that probably also got some hate. <clears throat> I was currently bottom of the division. I, I, I wore this shirt just because we're talking about Philly. Hot, hot. I love kind of hot. I just. He- he he's playing out of his freaking mind. He's back to what we thought Carter Hart was. It's almost mm-hmm. like Torch started yelling. He just, he just yelled all the all the confidence back into him. Because he I, wasn't Carter Hart. We were all like, man, he was so good. Yeah. And then he just wasn't. And it made yeah. no sense. It, his like curve was like up, up. He's going up. He's becoming a better goalie. And then uh. Yeah, no, he, he like, like like he went from like, you know. Promising, promising, rather than Martin Jones. And then he yeah. came. And then I think he, he's been the best goalie this year. I'll say it right now. Like, so far, I think he's played, for the team he has, played out of his freaking mind. I would agree. I would agree. I don't really, no, no goalie has really, like, stood out to me this year. Other than Jake Ottinger. That's my mm-hmm. bad. Jake Ottinger has been fucking insane. But, yeah, Carter Hart's probably, he'd probably be my two. I, I don't think the flyer start is sustainable, but I do. I, I am happy there. You got a good start, though. You know, get, you know, get. They they deserve it. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, they deserve something here. Yeah, I got. That's like when, who they beat. They because they beat. Uh, they beat Florida. I'm pretty sure. When they lost to Florida. Let's go. I know. Oh no, they they beat the Lightning. They beat the Lightning. Yeah. Who the Lightning are also pretty tough to start off the year. So they've beaten the Devils, the Canucks, the Lightning, lost to the Panthers, beat the Predators, lost to the Sharks. Yeah, I mean, they're beating good teams too. I mean, Preds are good. Lightning's good. Devils are, for whatever reason, now getting good after I've talked immense shit about them. That's normally how it goes, right? Yeah, because you're dumb. I'm cursed is what I am. Talk shit, the reverse happens. Yeah. It's Murphy's Law. <laughs> um, yeah, the Flyers, like, like I said, not sustainable, but, you know, it's glad to see they're up. Um, I'm going to go next to a goaltender performance that I think, and 
a goal, sorry, a goal team performance and a player who's playing, I think, really good hockey right now. And he plays for Vegas, and his name is Logan Thompson and Jack Eichel. Both definitely true. <laughs> um, yeah, Logan Thompson probably within the top five of goaltenders right now. I think yeah. I just had his stats up. Yeah, he's posting a 931 in five games played. Um, they're beating good teams too, didn't they? Just beat somebody really good last night. Who they beat last night? Oh, they beat no, not Winnipeg. No, they, 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 they beat Winnipeg. The other, but Winnipeg's been good to start off too. But they beat Toronto. They beat Toronto. They beat Toronto. They beat yeah. Toronto. Yeah, everybody kind of was like, I don't know what's going to go on with Vegas this year, and um, I loved the Bruce Cassidy pickup. You know, I think mm-hmm. that was the best thing for them. I definitely would sit here and say that. DeBoer was a very big reason into what was wrong with them. If you watched their play style, I complained about their play style a lot last year. Just it was, it was basically kind of like the Red Wings and how I've complained about them is it was, it was, it was <coughs> timid. It was jump and chase, wait for a mistake. It was, um, fuck, Jack, use passive. There it is. Um, is basically what it was. And it's, it's not how really good teams play. I mean, you ever watch mm-hmm. Colorado? They're fucking in your face like that every two seconds, right? Um, that's how you should play good hockey. That is yeah, that's playing with a moxie. Yeah, exactly. You, if you're good, you play good, and you're gonna go fucking show them that hey, I'm fucking better than you. I'm gonna come take this puck. You know, Eichel is um, the truth, bro. Eichel is like number one on like everybody was totally out on him. Like the Everyone jury was, was out on Jack Eichel for Everyone no was reason like, too. I no I'll reason. never understand it. It was like nobody liked Buffalo. Nobody cared when you know. Taylor Hall wanted to already get out of there after one season. Nobody cared that Evander Kane got out of there. Nobody cared about Ryan O'Reilly getting out of there. But then Eichel gets out of there because they won't let him get a surgery. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Fuck you, kid. Like, why? It was, like, so unnecessary. Eichel, like, one of the most fun players to watch in the league. Yeah, truthfully, a generational player. And everybody hated him. And I, I, I think he was reasonable. Yeah, it was just. I don't know. I, he, he's just r- really good. Like, there's just yeah. I mean, you you come. He went second overall for a reason. Like, yeah. He, everybody was kind of writing him off, and, and if you look at redrafts, people are like, Eichel's like probably like eight. Now I'm like, I don't know why you think that. Like, I understand yeah. he didn't play, but like, if you look at his career, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like thirty points off of point per game, and he's always played for Buffalo. Like, he's he's a generational player by all counts. He elevates his line mates. He does. He's just such a good player. He's complete. He, he's just. I, I like. I've loved Eichel for so long, and I'm so happy that he's finally getting his flowers from most NFL, NHL fans because, like, he just wasn't for a whole year and a half. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Eichel's so good. We love him." Shoulder injury. Oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I think it's weird how much Vegas has been written off. And hey, breaking news: they're uh, five and two. Beat the Kings, beat Blackhawks, beat the Kraken, lost to the Flames, beat the Jets, the Jets, lost to the Shout out the Jets too. No, they beat them five two. Okay. <clears throat> lost to the Abs, beat the Knights, and they, or beat the Knights. Nice, beat the Leafs, and they have the Sharks tonight at ten thirty. The Knights beat the Knights. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, like, I know you two are very, were high on the Knights in our um, standings uh, graph. I know I had them. I had them as a playoff team still, and I had them at four. 
But um, yeah, Logan Thompson's really like I, I he impressed me last season even, but like he's mm-hmm. been out of his mind. Like you said, Eichel, like I I I knew Eichel was gonna bounce back. Like it was it was a clear obvious he was going to bounce back. But uh, you know, Mar from Mar from Home Alone is doing it. He's back out there making plays. <laughs> he is. He looks like Eichel, which is which is all I've ever wanted, really. Um, we're gonna go to our last team who I swear this happens every year, but Buffalo's off to a hot start. Yeah. <laughs> but that is true. Year, That's though. a really good point, actually, because they always start off so fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. And who knows, by next episode, we might be like, oh, Buffalo sucks. Shocker. The reason I think it's different, and this is the only reason, is because Darlene has finally established itself. So. Darlene's woken up. He's a What Kool-Aid did Rasmus Darlene drink? Pills. Like, holy shit. No, the, oh, he's always had it. Like, I, no. I was texting in a group chat this. Darlene was, like, as a prospect, one of my favorite ever. His agility was cracked. It was like he had 99 agility and shelf. He could just swerve out of nowhere. It made no sense. Nobody understood it. Like, he defied laws of physics, it seems like. Um, his edges were fantastic. Everything was good about him. It made, and his mass start to the league, it wasn't bad. It was like he was a solid 40-50 point defenseman. But now you're like, okay, that's why he went number one overall. Right? Like... He, he's what a goal per game as a defenseman. Yeah, he's he has five goals in five games, and he's got like three assists, right? Yeah, they, they they've beat and they've been good teams. Like they, <laughs> uh-huh. they 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 beat Calgary. I'm pretty sure they beat Calgary. Vancouver's not a good team, but we'll just put them in there anyway. They beat Calgary. They beat it's Vancouver. Big. They beat Ottawa. Um, yeah. They beat somebody else. Maybe Edmonton. Yeah. 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 They if beat they, Edmonton. Yeah. If they, and they beat the Hurricanes. Oh, no, that was preseason. My bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> if they continue to win, it's because Darlene has continued this ridiculous pace. I don't think he'll continue it at this extent. You're not going to get an 82-goal season from a defenseman. <laughs> but um, If he's but... getting an 82-goal season from a defenseman, give, give him the heart and the north. I don't care if they miss playoffs. Just give him everything. <laughs> if you get an 82 goals, yeah, I don't think you're going you're gonna to get that from him. But I think because of his clear, like, he just found his where he should fit in in the NHL. Um, I think they're just going to be a consistent good team. It kind of reminds me of Ottawa of old where they had Eric Carlson. Like, I don't want to compare the two. Those were the days. <laughs> but yeah, like Dolly's comparison coming into the draft when he was drafted was yeah. Eric Carlson. Exactly. I, it, and that's what it reminds me of. We're like, he does Carlson is like just going to carry. He's just going to carry Ottawa and he's going to try and make, get them to make the playoffs. And they do great. And they have other pieces around him, just like Ottawa did. Um, I, I just want to point out that Buffalo's doing all this with Craig Anderson as their starter. That's what exactly. I was going to make. It's literally all. That's what I was going to say. It's like I don't. I, I I think one big thing about Buffalo is like for people to say like they're probably going to be bad. I think that's completely warranted. Yeah. When you go into a year with a goaltending tandem of Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie, when like you look at every other <laughs> like yeah, duh. But you look at every other like tandem or like look at every other team in the Atlantic right you guys just went out and got a goalie we just went out and got a goalie mm-hmm. one other team has Vasilevsky Toronto completely changes their goalies Boston has Olmark and Swayman two pretty good guys um Montreal's Jake, Allen, Jake, Jake, Allen, Jake Allen's not bad like Jake, no, Allen's, Jake Allen's not bad and who am I missing, am I missing? Florida elite tandem 
Florida, yeah, Florida has, has Bobrovsky, who was unreal last year and who's been pretty solid this year, and Spencer Knight. Like, I mean, none of these are bad tandems. And then you watch Buffalo walk in, and it's like that, you know, that meme where, like, the fucking, yeah, it's like that. It's no, it's the meme where it's like the bounty hunter walking in. It's like all these stacked ass goalies, and the guy in the pink suit, and it's like Buffalo just, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> like, every, every time they just like have these tandems, and uh, it's, it, it, I mean, half of it's, the tandems are working for whatever reason. Craig Anderson actually leads the NHL in save percentage with 0.97. He's the GOAT. Which is, <laughs> um, should be illegal. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, there was a meme when we lost Buffalo. Craig Anderson still sending teams even everywhere he's, he's gone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, Craig Anderson, like, I, like I, I love Craig Anderson. He's, he's one of my favorite goalies. And, uh, but like, it's, 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 like we said, it's they always start hot, but it, I think it's different this year. Like they, they beat mm-hmm. good teams. They're not like they like, don't we, feel we, fraudulent. They feel different. Yeah, they, they, they feel like a feel good like, team. Yeah. And it's impressive too because like my number one thing heading into this year, and I thought a big decider within how their season would go was, um, I didn't think Tage Thompson could repeat what he did last year, and Austin by all accounts, good. he is not though. He has not been that good this year. He has one goal, two assists in five games. Which don't get me wrong, that's not some terrible stat line. I saw him play one game. I want to. I want to retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has. It's not a bad stat line, but from your thirty-eight goals in seventy-eight games last year, you expect more. Um, I thought he was going to be a forty-goal scorer, James. <laughs> that, hey, that I, I, said, I said they were bold. I didn't say they were right. <laughs> um, I think we're we're good to go into power rankings and just. Oh great! Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So okay, I, I want to yeah. put it into. Sl- I have it in a slideshow, so I want to put it into slideshow mode. So, if you guys could just wait, see what I, I was told before the episode that I got to really watch out for these, so um, let's we're, we're going through this together. If you guys could just like look away from the screen until I tell you, just so I can put in because I can't put in the slideshow. Right, I got mode. you, I got you. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you when. Mm-hmm. All right, put into slideshow mode. It's loading. Okay, you can open your eyes now. It, it was last minute, so I want to just just take it all in. I want to hear thoughts from Luke first. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking at Zach's. Zach, what hey. the fuck is happening here? It's, 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 it's a... Did you throw darts at a board? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have us read all of our power rankings just in order so that the listeners can actually know what we're looking at. Right. So Spotify. So these are um, we put the top ten teams we fought played like how how, how we see it. We'll, we'll just put them out there. I have Pittsburgh at one, Boston, Dallas, Vegas, Carolina, Buffalo, Calgary, Detroit, Ottawa, Philadelphia. Who oh, doesn't even have Vegas on his? All right, sorry. I might have uh, forgotten about Vegas, actually. I think I right, my list is Pens 1, then Dallas, Boston, Buffalo, Panthers, Flames, Golden Knights, Blues, Flyers, Red Wings. James, my, how did you leave out the Panthers, too? I, I watched some of their games. I don't, I don't I haven't liked how they've been playing. Mine, like, is, mine is probably the best, clearly. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even see it's particularly close. I think you guys have missed on a few teams. Um, 
especially the ones who have started really strongly. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are good. Yeah, we've missed on them. Yeah, yeah. Go I went on. with Calgary, Pens, <laughs> Florida, Boston, Carolina, Colorado. I started out on fire. By the way. Dallas, uh, St. Louis, <laughs> the Wings, and Toronto, whose goaltending has been superb. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna start out this. I I saw so I did this. I had me and Luke like you know what that seems pretty like similar. And then I had to do Zach like what I had to add, I had to go on my phone and look up new teams pictures to put into this. And like I, I feel like to, Colorado should have been on you guys' list though at least. I, I feel like I, that I, was I, pretty I mean uh, like you want you won the cup last year. It's a this is a new year. It's no, we, but they start they're second in the West. That's I mean, true. We made these yesterday. We did. Um, so I, I think I would maybe have changed them right now to have put Colorado above like yeah. the Blues or something like that or That's above the I Wings. Thought. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I, I'm a visionary. I don't understand. Like, you don't have the Golden Knights on here. No, I forgot you about the Golden Knights. actually have the most admit, points in the fucking NHL. I forgot about the Golden Knights. I forgot. Um, and you have Dallas at seven. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Like, what, what's up with that? What's going on there? You know. They have probably the hottest goaltender in the NHL. You have them at seven. You also don't have Buffalo, who we've been hyping up all episode. Yeah, I've been hyping up Darlene. I haven't really <clears throat> been hyping up Buffalo for a reason. I'll give you that, but they're also four and fucking one. They're power rankings. Zachary, you have the yeah, Maple Leafs but- on here, and they're not even top five in the Atlantic. That, that yeah. is a good point. <laughs> no, no, but the Leafs are, are coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming yeah. up, yeah, 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 bro. <laughs> They're coming up. Trust me. I mean, I think having Toronto on this list would just just negate you from the podcast. <laughs> I'm really serious <laughs> right now. But like, the Leafs have I'm, played tough games though. Their opponents have been like really tough. Yes, because like, Arizona is such a tough opponent. Yeah, no, I just say it. I had to say it. You haven't beat Arizona at home since 2002, since I was four years old. <laughs> that is an, actually an insane statistic, by mm-hmm. the way. How do you not able to do that? It was there was a funny thing on Twitter where it's like it's like the it's like a the last time the Leafs uh like the first time the Leafs lost to Arizona at home when it started was like someday in 2002, and that was Matthew Nye's their top prospect's birthday. <laughs> And then all we feel like, oh yeah, yeah, trade him. It's his fucking fault. Like, dude. Yeah. No. Like, um, I didn't have Florida in here because I, I know, know they have a good record. I just, I don't like how they've been playing. Like, you beat Philadelphia and you beat Vancouver. Like, I'm not too impressed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think my one miss is I totally forgot about Carolina, but it, it, it's so hard to make power rankings when it was. I mean, some games at this point, the Blues had played three games, and I think Why did you the not Golden get Knights had played not six. Carolina. I did miss Carolina. I did miss Carolina. I, I, I'm the first one to say it, bro. I always tell you when no. I'm wrong. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't pay attention to anyone else's power rankings. You're fucking googly eyes at your own, like, oh. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love Calgary, Zach, but at one, like. Mm-hmm. I believe in Calgary. I think they have Calgary at one. Cal- Calgary Dallas... has started off four and one, man. They've been good, good. We okay. almost had a consensus, number I, one. I, <laughs> I don't understand your disgruntlement because it's not like the fucking i i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it boston six and one the pens are four and one the hurricanes are four and one i, I don't think the flames have the played pens better have a than worse boston than calgary right now in win percentage they do that's a well, fact these were made yesterday before the pens had a regulation loss don't care 
I'm a visionary. <laughs> That's not how that works. And I'll be honest, I totally forgot St. Louis. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I totally forgot about St. Louis. St. Louis was hard to judge. I put them on there because I do think their play had been overlying well. Um, going the issue into it, but they also played three games. They were they played three games. Yeah, three uh, games, three wins. You kind of that's such a small to. sample size, man. I, I, I that's why my, St. Louis was so low for me. Because if, if they played yeah, like two more games, like that's one reason I, I like I remember like I remember like, going like oh shit St. Louis like ah you know they they will play like two games like it's not really fair to yeah, judge. Exactly. I put Ottawa in here because goals over your feelings like that's really the only reason. I don't think you're wrong. I don't put Ottawa in here. I think that's fine. Uh, standings in, in at the start of the year are pretty rudimentary. Um, it's it's really hard to like just say like these are the power rankings, right? They're going to fluctuate at times. Yeah, I mean, they. I would be shocked if next week that you know I have half these teams in it, right? I or think I, most I, of I these say, teams will still be in it for me. <clears throat> I don't think I'll still have the Flyers. The Red Wings could probably drop. I don't know about Buffalo, Florida. There's there's a ton of stuff that could. Change. You aren't a visionary. We could have a whole new top that, ten I next don't week. <laughs> You're Being a visionary, visionary like, is yeah. irrelevant within power rankings. That's the issue, yes. And right now, based on you are seeing power. power rankings for October 25th, the yeah. Panthers are not better than the fucking Bruins. They're not. They are. They're not. Mm-hmm. Um, are I'm gonna try and do this because I know on in my power rankings I have on my TikTok page are very like. Like basically, if you if you lose every game this week, you're last. Like I I, I, I I don't care. So I'm gonna try and do this differently, where it's like actionable. Like it's by standings and not like standings and play, and not by like you know you lost every game this week. You suck. You have to factor it in because like power rankings are tough when like the NHL does them because like Philly will go and win a week and then they'll be like they're like the fifth best team right now and it's like okay but they're 34 31st in the NHL so like what do you mean? That's not exactly the best example because Philly's doing good right now, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. that did happen last year. It's like if Vancouver all of a sudden won like two games yeah. in their week. If Vancouver wins all their games this week, like the NHL would put power rankings where they're like six. And it's like, and it's mm, like, man, not how that works. They are good. <laughs> I think if Arizona's undefeated, they'd be like, yeah, they're that, yeah, they're great, but they're still Arizona. They're 15. Like that'd be the NHL's version of power ranking. I mean, basically, no, Arizona would be at one B. They'd be like, come on, people in Arizona, go to their games, please. please. <laughs> Gary's like fucking post it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I think these power rankings are decent. Like, I mean, I think especially mine. Decent, yeah, yeah. We'll go with decent. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we have a consensus. We have a consensus number one in Pittsburgh. We agree <laughs> on it. Do we have a consensus one? I don't think so. Yeah, that's a consensus, Zach. It's when the majority agrees. No, it's not unanimous. No, that's so. actually fucking not. Fuck. It's not. It's a, it, it's the majority agrees though. <laughs> majority it's agrees. Not unanimous. Yeah, the consensus if we all. I, I really agree. think I'm really way too pressed at doubt. <laughs> Zach having Dallas at seven. I can't talk, <laughs> and that's how mad I am at it. There were some Vegas Colorado. at all. Vegas has the most points in the NHL. And he doesn't even have them. You, in you the put top in Toronto. I forgot Vegas. I admitted that. I admitted you put that. in Toronto, but not Vegas. Vegas. Like that, that pains me. I'm sorry. But you're a visionary. I thought you're a visionary. No, I mis- I miss saw that. <laughs> but I see all. But yeah, that. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that one that one. I'm I'm, I'm always surprised Luke has Vegas not as high. I think you think I'm more biased than I am. No, like I, I, I'm surprised you like. I thought Vegas should be like at least number five for you. 
Because I think they've played I, so I, many games, and some of their games have been against decently bad teams. So that's my only conundrum with them. Yeah, like I think we have a de- decent into this top. Sorry, <laughs> majority rules top three. So basically, our top three top matters. Zach's is irrelevant. <laughs> I think my top three is pretty good, actually. I have the Pens in there, and um, I see they're in your top three too. So <laughs> you have Rudolph Balkers o- over David Krejci. I don't know. I don't know what we can do to fix that. Oh, I know. I can just fix it right now. Oh, because I'm in. Oh fuck, I'm up. Actually, wait, I am. Yeah, in. that's what I thought, James. I am in, I am in slides. I can fix it if I want to. All right. <laughs> that's enough of power. This is going to be our annual power. This will be weekly or every two weeks. I think we're going to go every week, though. I think that might be best. Be we'll, we'll do We'll do. We'll, we'll do power rankings, yeah. yeah. We'll be yelling that's, that's at each other. Point, right. Yeah. All right. No, but no, like, I didn't deserve the yelling. <laughs> On the contrary, you're the best team currently in the NHL, not in your no. power rankings. Good no, Dallas at seven as well. Because you legit, say I that legit, you didn't no, see that doesn't make it better. Co-host member Riley Stan. <laughs> I was honoring him. Can you blame me? Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, we're going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> um, players that uh, Any players we want to talk about that have surprised us? Well, the current leader in points in the NHL is Valerie Nichushkin. Yes, uh, I played Nichushkin in fantasy, and I, I, I was not. <laughs> I am I aware not, he's good. That was not a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be my biggest surprise as of now is that Valerie Nichushkin has seven goals and five assists, which is uh, good for 12, 12 points, which is tied for first in the NHL with Artemi Panarin. My biggest surprise, and it probably shouldn't be a surprise, but. It's not the player itself. It's that he just does not lose to father time, and it's Matt Zuccarello. <laughs> That's oh, fair. Yeah, like, yeah he's I just saw, never going to die. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he's just never going to die. No, he doesn't. He's, he's a minus <laughs> seven because they get scored 20 goals against, but he has yeah. 10 points. He just is not going to die, and it makes no sense. He's 35. It feels like he's – everyone's been going, okay, Matt Zuccarello, he's going to die soon yeah, forever. Year, he he's going to slow down a little bit. He goes, huh, me? <laughs> you no, know who I no. am? <laughs> I'm a five foot eight dude. I got <laughs> Who relies on his speed. Um, like, his I'm, game style is not made for an old person. <laughs> I'm going to be a homer. <laughs> I'm going to say Brady Kachuk. Oh. That's fair. I went to six games from a guy that I don't expect to score 10 points in six games, let alone maybe 16 games. Ivor? He's been like, he's just been a, it feels different with him. Like he's, his shot looks a lot better. It does look a lot better. That's the one thing. His shot's always been pretty weak, but I obviously, like I said, I watched the Boston game in like the first goal. He just, boom, fucking beautiful play, I think, by Batherson it was, and just rips it right in. His shot looks way better. Yeah. Uh, other points I'm surprised. I'm going to say um, um, Mar- uh, Marnitis. Marnitis looks good for Carolina and Dominic Kubalik. Yeah, we'll we'll be a homer a little bit. Kubalik up to oh fuck, where was he? Eight was points it? or is it? He is, after tonight. He has ten points in six games. Wow. And he's on a tear, man. They yeah, better not tear. take him off that line after people come back. Like he, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's earned that spot. He's earned it. Um, yeah, those some Gabe, of the Gabe Velarde's uh, another guy. Yeah, there's other guys that have legend. been pretty fast. Obviously, we've already mentioned Darlene. Um, Batherson has a good start going along with you know the rest of the Ottawa guys. Jesper Bratt 
I think now has 11 points in seven games. So that oh, would make him tied for a second. Too. He's gone like, I, all in like the last I, I guess you see the text saying Brat was the, was the sixth round pick because I was chirping New Jersey today. No, and That's he's good. got like, like I said, he's he's got them all in like the last six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been he's, start- he's been electric right now. Uh, Stuart Skinner's been good for Edmonton because Jack Campbell has been inconsistent. Wow, who could have seen that one coming? <laughs> yeah, we didn't really touch on goaltenders right there, but wait, obviously you can't. Wait, you're, there you're ain't no me. way. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex Stalock has a nine thirty eight. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Goaltenders are really weird this year. You're telling me that that a goalie who was on a stacked Leafs team and was a career backup prior to going to it isn't playing good? What? <laughs> the top 10 on goalies in save percentage right now, if you told me just even, I don't know, last week, it would have been Craig Anderson would have been my first guess. So number right, one is, yeah, number goalie. one, Craig Anderson, right. Number one is Craig Anderson, uh-huh. yeah, Jake obviously. Ottinger. Carter Hart, Stuart Skinner, Jordan Binnington, Billy Husso, Alex Stalock, Aiden Hill, James Reimer, and Ilya Samsonov. There is one and a half elite goalies within the top 10 of save percentages. We missed out a guy at 13, too, who was on our shot. And then it goes Logan Thompson, Eric Comrie, and then the next guy that you would consider an elite goaltender is at 13 and Connor Hellebuck. Uh, what is I mean, where are the good goalies? Fucking Linus Omar, Tristan Jari, <laughs> Casey DeSmith, and then Charlie you have like 17 Lindgren. is Andre Vasilevsky. Charlie Lindgren love Andre Vasilevsky. What am I looking at? This is, this is what happens when we go six games and then look at stats. Like it's insane. Am I Igor Shosturkin is at 32. He's below <laughs> Scott Wedgwood, Daniel Tarasov, and Sam Montembal. That's 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 bad. That's no, Tarasov was like that's horrible. Actually, what Tarasov had been highly touted for a while. <laughs> this Tarasov? is the reigning Vesna champion. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> no. no, but Tarasov is clearly bad. he's better. He's the way better. Don't lie. Ball don't lie, man. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Um, I do want to mention. I think it was it was a couple days ago. I don't think it's true now. I just want to double check real quick. Yeah, it's not true anymore, but like before tonight, every team in the Atlantic Division was over, was 500 or over. There was yep. no team under until Montreal blew it tonight. That is true. Because, like, you look at, I'm going to, Montreal, you're just, just, just tank and we'll be on your way. Uh, we got Tampa at 500. We have the Leafs <laughs> at 571. The Wings at 667, as with Ottawa. Buffalo is 800, Florida at 750, yet they have more points. That doesn't make much sense. And then, oh, it's, and then Boston at 8857. And they all have positive. Oh, wait, sorry, except for Montreal. And and Tampa actually then they have gold yeah, differential Tampa. as well. But yeah, no team. 11 gold differential. Why? That's stupid. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's much it's been more a weird sp- year. It's been a weird year so far. Like, it's been a weird like week and a half. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you expect this. It, it's it's the start of the season. It's it's a long season, 82 games for a reason. This, a lot of this will get sorted out probably by the next time we have one of these episodes. So. Yeah. I mean, oh, and here's a, now, now here's our fun stat to end, to end the night. Mark Kastelik, I tell you two, Mark Kastelik leads the league in face-off percentage. I don't know who that is. He's the Sens' fourth-line center. 
I still don't know who that is. That's my favorite player, Luke. Don't disrespect yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. What was his last name again? <laughs> remind <laughs> me. Remind me. Mark Kastelik. Oh, Kastelik. Yeah, don't disrespect my favorite player. Um, Nick Suzuki is actually seventh right now of active players in Iron Man streak. He's seventh on that list. That's crazy. That that's actually insane. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's number seven. So games played in a row. Nick Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. he's number seven. He's like twenty three. I know he's. <laughs> He's he's a kid. I think I, I think I have the let's see if I have the graph. Is it right here? <laughs> I heard one tonight that was uh Phil Kessel's. I think tonight he tied or did something close to Keith Yano's streak. And next closest is Brent Burns, who was three hundred games away. Wait, I think I got here. Pretty nuts too. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I got, I got it right here. So he's so, not he, missed a game. This is the Iron Man streak. Uh, stand, like like board, Kessel at nine eight nine. This is before tonight, by the way. Burns at six eighty five. Goudreau at three oh one. Uh, Ryan Suter at two five two hundred two nine five. <laughs> Rasmus Anderson at two seventy seven. David Kopp at two fifteen. Nick Suzuki at two fifteen. Huh. And there's That's free straight. So weird. And there's free straight <laughs> Calgary Flames. That, that's a stat. That's, yeah, I know. If I should found that. I'm like, you know what? I'm putting that at their ending. Right, right, right there. <laughs> it is really hard to stay healthy in the NHL, so I get it. But, like, he's 23. I'm befuddled right now. That's a that's stat. Phil Kessel's Iron Man streak started in 2009. Damn, that's insanity. Suzuki wasn't was, even old was even high school yet. Damn, yeah. that was so old. <laughs> Suzuki would have been in ninth grade, probably. <laughs> so he no. would have been like ten years old. Yeah, he would have been nine years old. Yeah, nine or ten years old at that time. That's that's nuts. That's All actually, right, that's actually freaking crazy. Yeah, there's we, we can't wait to talk more hockey and like do more hockey stuff on here. I'm, I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll have like more segments, okay. more uh, more just more fun stuff to come, and more 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 yelling for sure. I will I can guarantee you there will be one, one someone will get yelled at every episode. I said the block James guarantee. No, not me. I don't get yelled at. And, no, and contrary. I, don't make me make it against you, Jack. I will guarantee you get yelled at every damn episode. I will put it Do in our new. We are taking applications. If you want to just make consistent dumbass takes so we can yell at you, uh, let us know. We, I, I actually do have a, I have a slideshow there. We can just do that and do that next episode for a YouTube video. But anyway, <laughs> we sign Ara. We'll see you next time. Adios.